Welcome back to the pod where we talk about hype, culture, and design. Would you be happy to a friend with someone who only talks about themselves, their interests, and their hobbies, or who only shows interest in you when they need something from you? Probably not. Yet, there are many businesses that are like this friend. You don't want to be that type of business, or you will not be remembered. Today, we are going to be talking about building customer loyalty. So let's get it. So what is customer loyalty? Customer loyalty is a customer's willingness to return to a company to make a repeat purchase. A loyal customer chooses your store, even if it's a bit more expensive, because you offer more than just a positive interaction. You are building a rapport with them every transaction. That's very technical. Mm-hmm. It is. Hmm. So why why is customer loyalty important? Tim? Why do you think? Aside for like obviously the the, uh, the obvious reason of like return business, right? Right. Yes, there's always monetary side of it, but I think there's also a personal slash friendship side of it too. You want to make that connection through you know like just personal relationships, um, trust. And hopefully that relationship will last you for a while or for a lifetime. And you will always have customer loyalty throughout your life. Yep. So the first thing you do is communicate your values. 64% of the shoppers have cited they will shop on a store that shares values um, with with the brand. So that means like, let's say... You're all about, you know, like being like clean uh, with the environment and you are trying to buy a car. Obviously, you're probably going to buy some electric car and like a Tesla because it's, you know, it shares the values of that. At least that one part of like environmental, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and people also- love stories also about that kind of stuff, like with their brand. And they shared those stories with their friends. Right. Also, if you are running like a retail store, you can go green. So that's also a way of sharing values and, you know, some kind of connectivity and same principles. But communication is the most important part, right? Yep. So there are many ways that you can communicate. Um, one of like the most um, popular one that that's kind of like dying down a little bit is a personalized email. Mm. Um, usually if you buy something, um, sometimes you will get like a email uh, saying thank you. Or if they're a bit old school, they would put like a thank you card uh, in your package, right? It's all handwritten. And I've, I've received some of those, especially for on smaller like um, e-commerce like people that uh, sell like handcrafted uh, um, items. And they will actually like write down a thank you note and, Mm. um, you know, like just making it a bit more personal. And there are times also like especially in like, you know, like New Year's and Christmas, like big companies send each other like um, those baskets, gift baskets, Mm -hmm. just to say like they appreciate um, their partnership with that other like uh, company. Oh, yeah. And it does give it does give like uh, this. This sentimental feeling, you're building almost um, a relationship beyond 
business, you know? Yes. Without actually talking to the person. Exactly. So by doing that, we go to like the second thing, right? Mm -hmm. If you do that, it kind of like helps build trust to you and you kind of like get credibility um, a little bit, you know? Correct. You got to go above and beyond, right? Yeah, exactly. So not only, um, you know, like you offering um, a good um, personalized like um, customer service uh, or a business kind of like a special service, but you also have to provide quality products and the deadline. Oh, my God. Deadline is the most crucial one. Mm. People hate things late. We live in a world where Amazon delivers things in less than a day. Yes. Yes. You're talking about deadlines for certain projects. Yes. We're talking about projects. Mm. Uh, and I'm just using Amazon as an example because we're so pampered at getting what we want right away now. Like, it doesn't matter how old you are. It's like, you know, right. I want it now. You know, like if we talked about um, a certain project that you're going to deliver in a week, you better have it in a week or you, you have to at least level set expectation at the very beginning. So you're not right. fumbling. If you need to pad it by three days, you should just, just be upfront with that. You know, it's also not professional, you know, Yeah. it's if they're expecting something from you for them to open. I'm just giving you an example for them to open their store and you're late on it. That means they can't do what they have to do. You know, you're breaking that trust and that trust is going to be gone. You know, if it's a big project, most likely you will, your relationship with that client would be ended. And it's not easy building trust. Not at all. <laughs> and it's easy to break it. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you end up like breaking trust, uh, just make sure to do them right. You know, like ask them if they'd want the refund, right? Or give them a discount or something, right? Just as an apology or something like that. But there are times that you might not be able to finish the project due to like circumstances, could be family mm -hmm. or um, you're, you yourself get into like an accident or something like um, extreme, right? There are always that 0.1% uh, unpredictability, like that, that's out of your control. And that's, that's understandable. And if a client doesn't understand something like that, um, I, I guess, you know, like it's not meant to be <laughs> right. to work together or to partner up. I mean, it's right. neither anybody's fault, the client, pro especially if it's like one of those big events, you mm -hmm. know, it's like, it's still it's still common courtesy, yeah. you know. It's still it's like you have you want to be treated like you know. If you want to treat them, you know, equally, so you know, you have to do what you have to do, like make up or just tell, give them a note, like you know, send an apology, like a yeah. simple apology, even if they don't accept it. The best but it's still way is a to common courtesy. Get, get like a backup plan. Always have a backup plan, you know, like. In case of like those crazy emergencies, because you don't you don't want to get caught off guard. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So speaking of that, give customer support that you'd mm, expect. Important. Ugh, a lot of people don't do this. This first thing about customer support, like when I email someone and mm. it takes more than 24 hours, mm. it triggers me. It tilts me a little bit. I it's almost like you I expect a reply within 24 hours, right? 
or not more than 24 hours because it's almost unless you're the only person opening the, a lot of those email it's almost impossible to not see that email come in unless it went to the junk but most of the time it it would not go to junk and you should be checking your junk um, mail anyway your, or your spam mail just in case right. but for the client you you sort of gave them a leeway mm-hmm. um you know you don't expect them to respond super quickly but you just send a follow-up email like hey you know just in case you missed this email or last week's email you know let's follow up and if you all if you got like an email just reply real quick like within the hour and just say oh I'll, i'll have this um you know answer for you in a bit or give give yourself like time if it's like a big quote that they're looking for be like okay let me ask my um person or supplier how much it would cost like to get all these things like packaged together right yeah and you know like give them a a realistic timeline don't say like oh i'll give it to you like whenever it's here you know like if it's three days just you know Mm -hmm. give them three days and if you don't have the answer in three days just reply back you know i still don't have the answer i already contacted them and I'll get in touch with them again today and let you know. If not, I can get, just provide another solution that it right. could be a bit more expensive. But, you know, like you just right. don't want to leave them hanging. And the worst thing you can do is to give them like an unfinished answer or mm-hmm. like a sloppy answer. You don't want to lie about something you don't have to. And that's, that goes back to how well you know your customer your client and if you feel rushed you know you shouldn't be you always have to make the right decision or the best decision for the time so moving on yeah how do you reward their loyalty money (laughs) (laughs) hey some people did that remember cashbacks i mean still do they they still exist cashback deals that's how bank like reward you for spending more money Spend right. five hundred dollar, you get five cents back. <laughs> so it falls into that category when you were saying, "Oh, it's the client's birthday. We should send him some gift or flowers or something," you know. So that kind of falls into reward loyalty. Also, I guess, like you said, like have some kind of programs, have some kind of give back to client day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. One of the things that I like is, uh, so I shop, um, I buy food at this like uh, local kind of like. Um, Shout out to them. Like food. Uh, it's it's Little Chef in Springfield Mall. Every Sunday Shout I out. go there just to Shout grab out. like a bite. Shout out. Sakura's, uh, I mean, Sarku's always, line's always long, but I wanted to like support the little guy. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, great Chinese food, but um, they have like a stamp thing right if you buy mm. like six you get like your seventh one for free ah so yeah. like that subway thing yeah back in the day i don't know if mm-hmm. subway still does that but but yeah, yeah it was like it was such a it's it's a good thing it makes me like go back there not because not only because like they're so friendly with me you know All right but because at the seventh one i get like food <laughs> And yeah, even if you're not in retail or in the restaurant business, you can get creative with these like reward loyalty things, you know, it doesn't have to be Mm -hmm. like a physical thing, you know, you can get creative. I know in design, they typically try to like um, um, 
give design credits like mm. for your next project um you know you spent like a thousand bucks for your next project you can get ten dollar off or something like that you know or have a design all day event <laughs> that's more like one of those like create a hackathon like a create-a-thon that but it, um, it's free but you're doing out of like free work for yeah. somebody i probably you probably want to do that on for a non-profit so you could like subsidize that also mm. <laughs> you know yeah because they're a 503c like um organization i guess right well i guess give your clients merch <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can give them merch also and you know like you can always send them reminders that um um you know like how you kind of like are expanding your business also personalize some of those like gifts right like brand it you know with your with your thing your logo and your name like it could be like one of those like yeti like um drink um containers with your with your logo and you just send it to them every time they take a sip they see your logo <laughs> ephemera yeah exactly <laughs> ephemera man is important it's always important. and finally yes one way to make sure your customer are happy and stays loyal is to gather feedback. Ooh, how? This is actually like one thing that we kind of not do, Tim. Should we do a chatbot? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, this is something that a lot of like companies or small organizations don't really typically do, but it's very important because this is the only way you're going to know whether you're doing things correct or not and what things can you improve right mm -hmm. and i know at my, the agency i work for we always do a customer satisfaction survey uh, at least once a year just to see like the customer experience um um you know um journey and right. um how they are satisfied or if they're not satisfied how can we improve it you know because we want to either retain them as a client or if they are already like trying to move out from us we're trying to figure out what we're doing wrong and make sure we don't do the same crap to another client it might not be like something like really bad but mm. it could be like something that that specific client just didn't feel you know well in, they're not vibing you know yeah in our field they are they will definitely let us know <laughs> if something's bothering them yeah <laughs> even after the project is done but if you run a business that has a lot of clients, has a lot of customer traffic, and that means a lot more feedback, right? So you kind of, you have to skim through it, right? It's just so much. Like if you run a coffee shop and typically you will have, you know, 300 customers, let's just say busy morning, you're not if all of them do answer like a customer feedback thing, <laughs> you're going to be like, but you should look at, look at the bulk of it, you know? Yeah. But for us, we only have like certain select clients that we work with. So it's easier for us to engage what the feedback for our work, but for somebody who has like quantity wise, like large amount, it's, it's more difficult. You have to compress the da data, you know, and then look at it from a wider view. Yeah. So don't don't put too much questions. Also, people hate answering too too many questions. 
like 10 is the most that you should be putting if you're giving a survey like what, typically what five would be a good like number what are good questions to ask um like your fellow your your clients or customers like clients for satisfaction like um how did they like the service from like uh on a one is bad and five so is service is big good. right yeah like uh did they like um you know like and then you, you could give them like open-ended like um question but i would never give them too much of those because people either type too little or they type too much mm. and it's easier to gauge things on a one to ten scale actually one to ten is a good scale so typically in like a customer satisfaction survey, one, one to six is most of the time you're losing already the customer. Some, they even say one to seven, you're already losing the customer. Then eight is like they're neutral. And then nine and 10 are like, they like you, they're going to stay, you know? Right. So I like the questions they ask. I get it. Like the questions, like how was the service? You know, most of the time it's however they feel that day. You know, it could be shitty day. It could be like, but I like the part when there's actually a survey saying, what would you improve if you were in our, well, like something like how, what are you, like what part of the company or service or anything you would improve on? And a lot of people would, you know, say something because that's usually, you know, the root of their unhappiness or problem or, you know, anything, any issue. So some of them are just, they're just trying to vent. I get that. But some of them are actually pretty good content. You can use good feedback and you can improve on your company. So don't turn a deaf ear on that. Yep. So time to put all these customer loyalties idea into action. Yes. Take the first step and keep in mind that retaining existing customers takes time, energy, and resources. But once you start doing this, you will have a great chance of winning your customers' attention, increased loyalty, and boosting your sales. And we'll catch you in the next one. This episode is edited and produced by Ernest Chua and brought to you by the Alpine Black Team. This podcast series would also not be possible without listeners and supporters like you. One way to support us is to just click that follow, share, and like button. For any comments or feedback, email us at info at alpineblk.com. And we'll see you on the next one.